I'm so glad that we got to worship together. And at this time, I really want us to dive into the Word, and I want us to look at something together, something that in this time, um, I think the Lord is getting ready to do in this group and in this student ministry. And really, even beyond us, I think that it's something that God's getting ready to do with the whole church in general. And I think that God is really ready to move and do some things um, through us and in us. So guys, if you're watching right now, let me just say thank you. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for keeping up with us, for watching our services, for reacting, responding to us. Three things, y'all heard me last week, I'm going to tell you again. Three things I'd, lo I'd love for you to do at this time. Step one, would you please like and share this post. If you've enjoyed that worship so far, go ahead and hit that like button. And if you want to share the gospel, hit that share button. And let's spread this to as many people on our social media platforms as possible. Step two, uh, would you tag some friends that you specifically want to see watching this with you? Tag them in the comment section below. And uh, we'll be sure to like that comment. And hopefully they'll hop on and watch with us. Um, and then number three, would you just open your hearts with us? Um, open your hearts, open your ears to just hear what the Lord wants to say to you tonight. I still believe God's speaking. I still believe He's moving. Um, he is right now in this time. And if you'll be open enough to hear Him, He'll move on you and He'll speak to you during this time. Um, I want to talk to you just briefly on one word really, but how one word can lead to something so much more. The word I want to talk to you about is connecting. Connecting is something that we have been pushing, pushing, pushing ever since the coronavirus started and we had to close um, down the doors of the church. We had, to, we had to close up shop and move to online only, um, which in many ways going online only has been a blessing because it has given us some really good, cool and unique ways to connect with each other, right? We have formed some awesome relationships some awesome bonds have been made uh, and new friendships have been formed as a result of our connectivity with each other, right? We've split up into groups. Um, our groups have been active. We're Zoom calling every night of the week. There's somebody Zoom calling somewhere, um, a part of groups. And so for that, guys, I thank y'all so much for all that you do, group leaders. Uh, those of you who are active in the groups, um, those of you who maybe not are active, Let's, let's, let's work on that, um, and hopefully, hopefully these groups will be something that can, we can maintain uh, for the rest of the student ministry and just continue to build on and grow with. Um, I think that would be very, very beneficial for us um, each and our relationships with each other, and that's, that's important, guys. So I want to talk to you how connecting with each other can lead to us together conquering some things that the enemy has taken from us. And how connecting and conquering, um, connecting can lead to conquering. Let me tell you this. I think that first off, we need to know two ways that we need to be connecting during this time. Right? During this time of coronavirus. During this time that we're all separate. We're all in our homes. We're not supposed to be together. So, I want to talk to you about two ways that you need to get connected. Number one is that you need to connect with each other. Um, and like I, we just went through the whole spiel, we're doing that, right? We're doing that, and if you have not done that as much, I really want to encourage you right now, make sure you're getting connected. Let me tell you why that's important, to get connected with each other. Number one, um, I, want, I want to talk to you real quick about Joshua's army. Who knows what Joshua's army at the, at the Battle of Jericho did? Y'all, Do y'all know? Right, they, they marched around the walls six times, and then on the seventh time they marched around, they lifted up a shout, and the walls fell. But the Bible says that they all lifted up a shout, and puts one word in there, together. They lifted up a shout together, and then the walls fell. See, Joshua's army was a mixture of soldiers and worship leaders, 
right? And hey, we, we know the song, this is how I fight my battles, right? I believe that my, a lot of my battles have been fought through my worship. Um, and and they, they have, right? We, we fight our battles through our prayer life and through our worship. And uh, we can see victories by that. But that word together just is really intriguing to me. Because there is something powerful when the children of God just get together and can lift up a sound of unison, a sound together. I think that we can see victory and we can see walls fall if we will all get connected with each other and lift up a sound and lift up our worship to God together. All right. Secondly, I want to read you something else that can happen when we all get connected together. All right. And it's in 2 Chronicles 5. Solomon gathers everyone into the temple. And verse 3 in, in 2 Chronicles 5, verse 3 says that all of Israel came together. They all met up in the temple. Uh, Solomon called everyone to get together. And then later on we read and it says that the trumpets and musicians joined in unison. Say that word with me. Unison. Okay, they joined together in unison, singing that He is good and His mercy endures forever. All right, and something happened whenever the musicians, whenever the trumpets, whenever all the priests, when they all got in unison together and they started lifting up a worship to Him, guess what happened? The glory of God filled the temple. And he, he fell down on them, and the glory of God made himself present. And I believe that if we can get connected together, and that we can get in unison, that we can still see the Holy Ghost fall in our midst. I believe that it's that important. And you may say, Pastor Tristan, you're talking about getting together in unison. You're talking about connecting and doing all this stuff together. Guys, technology is here for a reason. Many people would like to argue with me that, that technology is the devil, right? That the, the devil's in control of all technology and it's all bad. You may think that, but I'll say this. If technology is bad, the church is doing a very excellent job at using technology for its advantage and to, yes, even leverage the kingdom of God into the world and reach more people than just one single church building could. Right? I believe that we're using technology, and I believe, you, you may call me crazy, but I believe that we can still get in unison together because, hey, we're Zoom calling every night. We're texting back and forth every day. We're doing challenges together. We're actually in the same Bible plan together, right? We've orchestrated each group to be in Bible plans. And so you're reading the same passages of Scripture. You're praying together, and that's going to cause us to come together in unison. And I believe that even though we're not meeting in one building, that we can still act in unity. There's power, there's power when we get in unity. And I, I, that's, that's, that's just the truth, guys. We can do that. So if you're really not connecting right now, if you're really kind of hanging back in the group chats and, and maybe you hadn't fully participated all the way in with our Bible plans, hey, this is not the time to hang back. This is not the time to just chill out and not worry about it and think that this thing's going to be over soon. Guys, we can get into unity now. Why wait? Why put it off another day? Why not today? Today, get connected with me. Get connected with Pastor Tara, Pastor Jay. Get connected with your group leader. Now is your opportunity. You can do that today. Um, don't, don't keep holding off. Don't keep thinking that it'll be fine if you just don't respond or you don't uh, fully do this because God's moving, guys, and I believe He's going to do something in this group if we'll connect together over our technology right now. Okay? Now, we need to connect with each other. I told you two things. We can see walls fall, and then we can see the Holy Ghost come down and, and be with us when we get in unity and connect with each other. My, my second point is, we need to connect with Jesus during this time. 
You have heard me talk about this in weeks prior, that now is an ample opportunity for you to solidify your one-on-one relationship and your devotion life with Jesus. Now is the time for you to go in your room, close your door, whip out the Word, and really dig in and really press in and really see what God is speaking to you. People say that God's still not speaking in the world. As long as there's a Bible on the earth, God's still speaking. This is His Word, and this is how He speaks. We need to go open our words and listen to Him and see what He's speaking to us, guys. Um, We've got to connect with Him. Listen to this. You may be alone right now. You may be the only uh, sibling in your household. You may, be, you may be one of multiple siblings, and you may still feel alone. Let me tell you something about, about Jesus and, and people who may feel alone, people who may be kind of isolated right now, and that you can still connect with him. Jesus comes down from the Mount of Transfiguration into a crowd, and he, goes, he, he comes down into this crowd, and he is, there's thousands of people, right? And he's drawn to one man, one man who is desperate. Uh, for Jesus to come and heal his son. The same way as Jesus is traveling and there's a crowd all around him, they're all pulling on him and tugging on him and moving and you know pushing him around. But for some reason, something about one woman, we call her the woman with the issue of blood, something about her, one touch from her, and he knew, he knew it was different. Something was different about that. Jesus can still reach out to you, the one. Right? There's a song that says it. He leaves the 99. Right, He would leave the 99, and there's a parable in the Bible that talks about it, that he would leave 99 sheep to come after the one lost one. And if you, if you feel lonely right now, you feel isolated like you're on an island, maybe like no one's there for you, uh, you have no support system right now, maybe you feel like you have strayed away from God a little bit um, because you really need those services to kind of help feed you, let me speak to you right now and tell you, you don't have to feel alone anymore. Jesus actually, um, he actually uh, specializes in coming after the one. He does it all throughout Scripture. He's there for the one person who, who has need, and he'll, he'll continue to do that. In John 5, he goes to a pool of Bethesda where there are five covered porches with probably hundreds of dysfunctional people that are here at this pool waiting on their healing. But guess what? He chooses to go to one man and, and usher a healing to him. And, and tell that man to, to get up and walk, right? Jesus will still come after you, the one. He preached to thousands of people, right? Jesus would go and preach to thousands of people. But guess what? He was specifically connected to 12 disciples. You could even say, well, he was connected to more than that. He was connected to at least, we know, 120. We're still waiting in the upper room in Acts 2. But he was really connected with 12 disciples, But the Bible even talks even further on multiple occasions that he had three favorite disciples, Peter, James, and John, that he was even more closely connected with. But guess what? There's only one disciple that he calls beloved, and it's John. He was uniquely connected with John. And I still believe that he can come and he can be the God of the one. No matter if there's crowds of thousands, no matter what the needs may be, he will still come find you in your loneliness, in your hopelessness, and in your despair. He will still find you. So listen, guys, as I'm coming to a close here, those are the two points. We have got to connect with each other, and we have got to connect with Jesus. Why connect with each other? Because if the Bible says that if one can put a thousand to flight, guess what? 
Two can put 10,000 to flight. We're better together. We're stronger when we work together and when we act in unity. Like I said earlier, we can see walls fall and we can, see, we can see chains off people's life begin to break and we can see the Holy Spirit fall when we get in unity. And also when we get connected with Jesus, I believe He'll begin to call you beloved. I believe He'll begin to call you His own. He'll begin to show you how much He really does love you, how much He really does care about you, how much that He really has invested into your life and how much He cares to, enough to orchestrate your future. He has your tomorrow. He's taking care of you guys. He provides for you better than anyone can. He'll take care of you and love you better than anyone else ever will. So guys, I believe that when we do both of these steps, connect with Him and connect with each other, I believe that we are going to be primed for an outpouring of His Spirit. Guess what? I've said this and I'll say it again. I think it's a deadly combination with the anticipation that's building for us to get back into this church building. Right? I mean, can y'all relate to me on that? I get calls and texts almost daily of people who just cannot wait to get back in the house of God, cannot wait to get back in church service together. The, the anticipation and the expectation is rising and mounting in the people of God. There is such an expectation for that first Sunday back. My goodness, everyone is just already so excited about it because we are expecting God to move. Right? We are anticipating that day to come back. And I believe that it is a deadly combination for the enemy if we can mix that anticipation with our connecting with each other and connecting with Him. I believe when we mix those, we have an equation that doesn't end good for the enemy. And I believe that our connecting can actually end up into us conquering some things that he's taken from us. I believe that we can conquer and we can get back some of the stuff that the enemy has stole from us. You ever heard that really, really old song? I went to the enemy's camp and I what? Took back what he stole from me. That's a really old one. I pulled that. Pastor Chad would be really proud of me. I pulled that one way out of my back pocket. But no, it's true, guys. I believe that we'll begin to conquer and we'll begin to take ground back. I believe that the momentum for this youth group and the momentum from this church is going to continue to rise and build as we go through this season of hopefully getting back together soon. But don't miss what God's doing and don't miss how he's speaking right now to you. Get connected, students. If it's, the, if it's nothing else you've heard all night long, listen to me when I tell you, please get connected with each other, get connected with me, and get connected with Jesus during this time. I believe that God is wanting to pour His Spirit out in our homes right now. And I believe that if we could build the community, do you know that the early church was known for their sense of community? They were more than just a building that met. They were actually a community of believers. And I believe that through our groups that we have so many great opportunities for us to become that community of Christ like He intended it to be anyways. And I believe that when we do that and we can act in this community, we'll begin to conquer some, some strongholds that have been on this group and have been on some individuals for a long time. And so, guys, if you are believing in that with me, I need you right now just to stretch your hands um, towards your device, towards your TV, wherever you may be watching this. Would you just stretch your hands and pray with me? And I'm, what, here's what I'm going to pray. I'm going to pray for an outpouring of His Spirit in our homes. I'm going to pray that God will begin to move on you like He's never moved on you before. And I'm also going to pray that He will begin to uh, continue to rise that anticipation for us to get back to service.
And I'm going to pray that whenever we do get back, He's going to see us through, that He is going to deliver, and He always does, and He's going to match and even exceed our expectations. So if you would, would you just lift your hearts to Him and and direct your hands. Just lift your hands with me towards your devices and pray with me. Lord, I come to you right now in expectation and in excitement for what you're doing, God. Though this may seem like a, like a dark and gloomy time in our, in our world, Lord, I know that you still have it under control, God. I know that you are still in the driver's seat. I know that we have not surrendered any control. We're surrendering our control to you, and I know that you haven't surrendered your control to anyone else. Lord, that you're still here, that you still have us. And God, I pray right now for each individual watching this service that your spirit will begin to make itself manifest in their homes, God, that you'll begin to pour yourself out on their lives, Lord, that you'll make yourself known right now. If there are any needs, God, I, sp- I pray that you will begin to work in those needs, Lord, work in the lives of those who are watching this service right now, Jesus. I pray for the church as a whole during this time, Lord, that we will continue to just grow closer, God, that we'll continue to unify and Become the body of Christ like we are intended to be. And that day, oh, what a day that will be when we get to come back together and lift our voices together with you, Lord. But right now, you're wanting to do something unique in your people. You're wanting to do something very specific right now in this time. And Lord, we're here for it. God, we're open to it. God, we're ready to receive whatever you have for us because that's how much faith I have in you. That's how much trust I'm willing to put in you, Lord. I'm willing to put all of my faith and all of my trust and all of my hope in you, God, that you are seeing this thing through. Lord, as we just lift our hands and lift our voices to you right now, God, I pray that you will still just pour yourself out on our students. Any students that may be watching this, any adults that may be watching this, Lord, encourage us. Lord, give us a, 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 new, a new expectation, God, for what's, what you're doing. Lord, give us a new view on, on how you're moving right now in the world. God, I pray right now for all of our health care workers, all of our, all, all of our essential workers who are still out there in the midst of this virus. Lord, I pray that you would just put a hedge of protection around them, Lord, that you will specifically guard them, Lord, from this thing. And God, I just pray for the diminishing of this virus so that we can get back together, so that we can uh, all be the church again like we're used to, Lord. But God, don't let us forget. Never let us forget this time. And never let us forsake that you are still moving, that you are still working, God. And you're working in lives right now. You're encouraging some hearts right now, Lord. And I pray for our groups, Lord, that we'll continue to grow and expand, God, that we'll continue to grow closer together. Lord, I love you. You're so good. You're so good and you're so kind to us, God, to still uh, be with us, to still be so faithful during this uh, time. I pray for all of our students to be encouraged today and that they will leave this service knowing that you you are there for them and that it's time to get connected. And ask all of these things that I pray. I pray in the lovely name of Jesus. And everybody on live stream said, Amen. And I hope that you have um, gotten what God is speaking just through, you know, through the live stream. Um, I appreciate every single one of you. Um, and I pray a blessing over you. I pray for you daily. Um, we are here for you. That's, my, that's what I need you to know is that um, we are here for you. If you need anything, I don't want you to hesitate to call us. If you have need of absolutely anything, my phone is open. Multiple staff members at this church's phone are open. Multiple of our leaders in this, in this student ministry, their phone lines are available for you to call. And if you need anything, let me know. 
We love you. We're praying for you guys. And I hope you have a great rest of your evening. Goodbye. Hey guys, thank you so much for joining us. Um, we cannot wait to see you. We miss you guys so much. Make sure you're staying connected with us on all the social media platforms we have. We've got Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and we have Snapchat now. So you can stay connected with us on all of those and as well as Zoom calls with your groups and just as we do all the boys and all the girls. Make sure you're hopping in on those next week and the rest of this week. We'll see you next week.